Welcome to another episode of Most Valuable Dad. We've made it. We've made it to the big leagues, people. I'm sitting here drinking a Corona premiere while I record this episode. Great news. They couldn't make it. So you're stuck with me again. Isn't that awesome? Um, I've got some great ideas for today. I think it's going to be a good podcast. I think you're really going to fucking enjoy it. And if you listen until the end, there's going to be, um, a chance for you to win some shit. Okay? Nothing big. A little something. A little something something from me to you. Alright? Let's start it off. Where's our intro music? Yeah, that's it. All right. So, uh, where are we at? We're, uh, my kid is officially, unofficially, seven months old in two days. Seven months old, new things happening. Because I did do a podcast last week, so it's only been about a week, so there's really nothing crazy going on. Uh, wife went away for the weekend again, so it was just me and the kid. Super easy weekend. Why kid was chill. You know, a little fussy here and there, but nothing a good teething ring couldn't fix. Uh, I took her to a birthday party. People loved her. She was growling a lot. They really got into that. Um, all in all, it was exceptional. You know, just really, you know, everything clicked. I think it worked out great. Good father-daughter weekend, you know. really was well. Um, you know, we've really gotten into some stuff over these last 22 episodes about parenting. You know, for dads, and I understand that a lot of dads probably want to talk about shit other than just kids, and I do too. You know, it's hard for us to put together an hour every week about our kids. You know, we're only one week apart. What new has happened? So it's like, I really want to get into some topics off the fact of like, and I think we've added them in with golf and uh, lawn care and different shit like that, but I want to add in new subjects that just aren't about, I mean, they involve being a dad, but being a dad and just revolve around your kid. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. But uh, there's just, you know, we could hit some different topics. We could really spread out. Maybe get you guys some more enjoyable subjects. Get you involved. Uh, do some polls. I'm really bad about social media. I tell you guys all the time, but I'm just terrible about it. I don't know how I don't know how people spend so much time and do quality stuff. And they really just, they have really good social medias. It's awesome. I don't. So I'm sorry. But I'm going to try harder. I'm going to try for you. Uh, what's my first topic tonight? You know, one thing I was going to get into last week, I didn't get into it, and it's something that really just bothers me about dads all the way around, and it's minivans. What the fuck, why, like, why, people dogging on minivans, I can understand minivans maybe not, may have not been as cool, but now minivans are cool as fuck, alright, I just saw a TikTok literally three seconds before I started this podcast about the same thing. It was about a different one. If I'm thinking about one, I'm thinking about the Chronicle Pacifica, all blacked out, just super fucking sweet. Um, I've traveled in minivans when I was younger, traveled uh, to New York, actually. Drove to New York in a minivan. We took out uh, one row of seats and put a fucking mattress in there. It was epic. It was uh, it was the equivalent to driving in the mattress uh, when, when my parents... We traveled with my parents and I rode on a mattress... The difference with the minivan was I was actually in the car um, when I traveled with my mom and dad camping for so long. Uh, this is a great story. For so long, we never died. It was awesome. My dad had a 1996 uh, 2500 Dodge. Uh, it was a single cab. 
Uh, it had a camper shell on it. Basically what they did, so they had the camper shell. They put a uh, Jeep seat. I think it was the seat out of a Jeep. I don't know. It was like a bench seat from a car. In the back, it's facing towards the camper. So like, oh wait, it's facing backwards. And then we laid a mattress in the bed. And we traveled. I mean, we traveled some places. We traveled some places in that thing. Um, never died. Great things. But with a minivan, I mean... Like, uh, I know my parents, they rented a minivan for, like, them and, like, seven other adults. They went traveling uh, out in the West Coast. They Or, not West Coast. They went out to Yellowstone and shit, man. I looked in that thing when they rented it. Oh, man, the storage, the space, just everything. If you don't get into minivans, I don't understand why. They're super cool. I think, honestly, if you got one kid, get a fucking minivan. I mean, as much shit as you literally carry around, I can't, I, I think that there's never enough, honestly. Uh, I had to take my kid to get babysit. Um, and some of my babysitter coming over on Monday, I took stuff over there. And I mean, I think they were like, you know, just bring over something. And I was like, you know what? I'm taking everything. I'm taking the pack of play. I'm taking the rock or I'm taking the jumper. I'm taking the high chair. She's got to be able to eat. You know, I'm taking the camera. I'm taking everything. I just want it to be like, she's comfortable. I want to, I'll travel with everything all the time. Just keep the baby happy. I don't know if it's like that with all the parents, but that's how it is with me. But I think we should just lay off on minivans. I think minivans are pretty sweet. I think we could really get into minivans. Um, I think that, you know, you can have sex with your wife in a minivan. You can uh, go out with a group in a minivan. You know, if it's like kids are away, adults play. I mean, you can get like six or seven. That's only one sober driver for a lot more people. You know, as we get older, we have to learn. We, we got to be more efficient, you know. As before, it was like, you know, you're just, you got a couple per car, somebody's kind of sober, right? Right, mom and dad? No, okay? There's always a drunk one, okay? But if we could pack everybody into a minivan, you got one sober driver for seven individuals. That's a good time. And you can always, always find one in seven. You can find a, a group of seven friends one person doesn't drink. They're weird, but they're perfect in what the way that they fit in. Anywho, so the minivan. Um, yeah. Moving on. What do we got? What is, uh, it's July. Uh, I don't know if I told you guys Happy Independence Day. That was great. Um, I've gotten to mow my yard once a week now, which is nice. Um, I've made some sacrifices, uh, with my time schedule. I know in the beginning, I don't know if I told you guys, like I was waking up at 4 a.m. and going to the gym. And I really enjoyed it. I loved being at the gym. I just didn't, I didn't, uh, it didn't have the downtime that I really wanted. And, uh, I think it kind of, uh, made me a little less, a little less active in the, at the home, you know? I mean, I wasn't like tired or anything. I was just looking for my downtime and I wasn't getting it, you know, waking up at four, going to the gym, you get home. It's like you're running around, getting everything ready. Then you go to work and then you come home, you don't have anything. So, uh, I've taken a little time off at the gym, just trying to chill out. Uh, maybe I was just burned down on it. I might get back to it. But, um, yeah, just waking up early in the morning, cooking breakfast for the family, hanging out, being kind of chill, you know? You don't need to drive yourself into the ground, uh, you know, killing yourself every day. You just got to do one step at a time. Remember that, dads. You know, you don't have to save the world in one day. You just each and every day. Um, one of the things I want to talk about, I think this is a great subject. I think all dads should get involved in it. I think that, uh, I think we all aspire in one of these three things. And, uh, we're going to talk about 
Um, we're going to talk about meats. We're going to talk about smoking meat, grilling meat, or griddling meat. And then a lot of people are going to say that griddling and grilling are the same thing, but they're not. Totally different. I suck at grilling. I am an amazing griddler. So I think griddles and grills should be separated. Smoking meat should be separate from that. Um, and I think, you know, it'd be easier to talk, you know, if I had somebody to debate with. I'm just going to debate with myself about, you know, one of the three things. Easy for me to pick. I have a griddle. I have about a 36-inch Blackstone. I, uh, I, I swear by Blackstone to anyone. It, it's like grill. You just don't get the grill marks, okay? And I feel like you can do so much more. You can do stuff in a griddle. One of the newest things I learned about uh, things on a griddle from a Facebook group that I'm in, um, which I never thought of, is people like cooking, cooking things in pots on the griddle, which is genius. So it's like you're using it as a stovetop. You've got places for pots. You've got a griddle area, which is nice because I've never thought about that because it was always concerning. You know, you're like, All right, I'm going to go out and do the 76 burgers on the Blackstone, but then how am I going to do the macaroni and cheese? Well, I feel like, you, oh, you could probably, you may not be able to do like boiling and stuff like that, but you could slow cook some shit in some bowls. And I think that's, that's a, that's a new, a new advantage of griddling, which I think is, uh, is, uh, pretty awesome. Uh, grilling, I think grilling's awesome. I think if people are good at grilling, then it's really cool. I think people can be bad at grilling and say they're good and they just burn the shit out of everything. Um, because, I don't know. I mean, if you're into grill marks, go for it. Cool, whatever. I don't give a shit. As long as it's cooked and it tastes good, I'm for whatever. You know? That's why I love to griddle. Um, because I like to make these really sloppy burgers. Uh, we used to make them when we were really fucked up. It was the greatest thing. When we were back in high school, we were really fucked up. We'd get a bunch of deer burger and thaw it out. And we'd just throw a bunch of shit in it. Put, like, crackers and eggs. You put crackers and eggs to hold the meat together. You put everything in it. Oh, excuse me. Then you put like a bottle of Frank's hot sauce and then like uh, a bottle of Worcestershire sauce. The little ones, not the big ones. Uh, throw in some, how, dice up some jalapenos and throw them in there. You know, throw in some garlic salt and some onion powder. Ah, salt and pepper. Just season the fuck out of it. The problem with those burgers, they have a hard time sticking together. And uh, we were trying to make them on the grill and I bet you we lost probably 60% of the meat through the grill. So from that day forward, I automatically was like, I don't like grills. I'm moving to a griddle. I love my griddle. Uh, I do hibachi better than anyone. Uh, nobody can beat me on hibachi. A uh, little fan favorite for you dads out there. If you do hibachi on the griddle, don't even make your yum yum sauce, dude. Just go and go buy the yum yum sauce at Walmart. I forget what the brand is. I think they only have one. They have a regular and a spicy. I haven't tried the spicy. The regular is awesome. But, um, yeah, I just it's not even worth it. There's a lot of things uh, that I've come to realize that just aren't worth the time versus the flavor. Homemade pancakes. Um, yeah, if you guys are into, you know, wanting to cook homemade pancakes for your kids, just use the box. It literally tastes exactly the same. Um, and, it's, you know, I mean, you're using a box versus all these ingredients. Uh, I just made chicken fettuccine alfredo tonight. Um, I'll also say don't need to make that homemade. Uh, oh, just buy the the jar of alfredo sauce make some fettuccine noodles and then uh, cook up some chicken this is a pretty cool idea i'm going to tell you this right now you're making fettuccine alfredo all right so you take chicken tenderloins and then uh you preheat the oven 375 i hope you're writing this down 
Um, what you're going to do is you're going to smother those chicken tenderloins in uh, olive oil. You know, just get a real nice base. And then you buy, uh, we get it at Kroger. It's a zesty Italian seasoning pack. And you just, all right, you sh 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 shake it over and then you flip them all over. Lather them in oil again. Do it again. Throw it in the oven for 30 minutes. You can do those in Caesar salads and they're really good. Uh, the the Kroger Caesar salad kit is better than any Caesar salad ever made at any restaurant at any time. Okay. You cannot beat the, I think it's Dole, the ultimate Caesar salad kit is the best Caesar salad. You throw in that zesty Italian chicken I just talked about. It's hands down the greatest. Uh, I actually got a, I got a Caesar salad once that literally just turned me off to life. Uh, it was at, uh, was it Hula Hands in Hamilton Town Center? They served it to me. Uh, just didn't have, I don't think it had any Caesar dressing. Didn't have any seasoning. Um, and the chicken was cut into like, it was like a, they took like two chicken breasts and sliced them in half. And I'm like, I'm not cutting my chicken up. I cut the fuck shit up, put it up in there, mix it in there, and just bring it to me. I'm not here to work, okay? I I came here for you to serve me. So that's what I'm talking about right there. But yeah, so let's get back to that. Smoking meat, okay? I do love certain things smoked, okay? Some things can get out of hand, like I said. I think it's the same way in every situation. You can get around someone who did it bad, and then it just kind of it kind of makes you nervous for the next time. You're like, is it, I don't know, is it going to be bad every time? Is it going to be dry? Um, smoked meats, uh, pulled pork, love pork smoked. Uh, that's really about it. I've seen, a, I see a lot of great recipes that I would just love to try. I'm not doing it. I'll eat it. I don't have, I don't have the dedication. I get it. It's like you prepare it, you put it in, you walk away, you come back eight hours. That's not me. Um, I'm not built to eat something eight hours later. Like if I see it and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I can't wait to enjoy it in eight hours. I just, I can't. I, hats off to you guys. I mean, call me at the end of eight hours and I would definitely come help you devour the shit out of that food. But I'm just not, I'm not into smoking. I will say, okay, one thing that uh, I really, I mean, I love, I think smoking is awesome because there's just so many different intricate parts about it. You got like different chips and different, you know, you're taking it out after this and you're wrapping it, you're smothering it, you're putting it back in, you're doing this, that, and the other. It's amazing. Honestly, the biggest thing that really excites me about smoking more than anything that would make me buy a smoker are all the uh, the smoked like side dishes that I've seen people doing nowadays. Never even thought about that. You know, like uh, one big one I'm thinking is like a queso dip or like anything, any like side dish. Um, just because I don't know, I get it. That stuff's cool for me. Um, and I think that would be a lot of fun. So, uh, smokers got me there. If, if, if I can get it done in like an hour, then I'm cool. I just, um, I don't have the patience to smoke. Uh, I respect everyone who does. Like I said, call me, I'll come eat. Um, I will cook you food on the griddle. I'll cook you a couple meals while we wait for it. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I guess maybe if I got into it, I really would. I did smoke. I smoked a ham. Uh, my dad has an electric smoker, which is awesome. I smoked a ham, which I harvested. I killed the hog in my backyard. Uh, me and my buddy Levi, we cut it up. And uh, yeah, so that's fucking backyard table right there. Smoked a ham in my thing, uh, in my uh, dad's electric smoker for Thanksgiving last year. Uh, really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I kind of 
thought it was going to take a lot less time than it did. So I was a little behind on that. So yeah, like I said, I was impatient and I thought I could do it faster than I should have. I should have woke up like probably three hours earlier. I was probably an hour too late to Thanksgiving, but okay, because everybody was late. So I think it worked out. But that's my take. I think I think griddling is the best way to go because I think you can do the most with it. I think smoking is a different aspect, but I really honestly I think those three are the big three because I like I saw uh, I saw a guy use the smoker as a grill, which I never even thought of, which is kind of cool. But I do think that those I think that a man will probably I mean I've seen guys that do all three, which I think is cool. I mean smoking and griddling is kind of different. Sm- Grilling and griddling would be a competitor to each other, but really I think smoking is kind of different. But they're all kind of like your uh, your summer cooking, your summer outdoor cooking activity. It's a hobby for dads. You know it is. I mean, you're not coming out here and sweating over these grills for nothing better than the satisfaction of it. just feels like man's work and you're getting the shit done. You're drinking a fucking cold beer while you're doing it. Um, usually you got people hanging out, so it's fun. You're outdoors. You're interacting. So I think, you know, griddle, griddle and grilling and, you know, smoking, I wouldn't say smoking, smoking's kind of an overnight thing, but grilling and griddling, those are like social activities, man. It's where you're cooking for people, but you're still hanging out, you're having fun, you're drinking beer, like I said, just all around great times. Another thing I saw for this, and I think it's, I think it really comes into the dad aspect, uh, really starting to, uh, I think you really can appreciate beer more. You know, I appreciated beer when I was, you know, since a very young age. But I think appreciating beer as a father is something completely different. I know that they, uh, I know they have, uh, I've seen a bunch of uh, lists out there where they talk about, you know, different lists on what the best beer is. Um, beer after mowing your yards, all right. Um, the best beers to me are after hard work. Moe Myers, not hard work. Um, drinking about 10 or 12 Corona premieres after I laid uh, River Rock for a full 12 hours days. Now, those were good fucking beers. Uh, another great beer, a great one beer. Okay, so I'm, I'm normally a, you know, 12 to 15 pass out drunk kind of guy. But if I were to just drink a couple beers and be chill, I think the most appreciative beer would be, you know, after getting your kid to bed. You know, uh, say you're taking care of the, you know, like the wife was gone, right? The wife was gone for a day or two. And I'm not saying that it was hard work, but it's not, it's no easy feat. It's no easy feat when you're raising a child by yourself certain days, you know. There's a lot, there's a lot going into it. You know, you're working, I mean, the kid's awake. You, you want to make sure that they're getting activities in so they're napping well. And then, you know, they may not even take a long nap. You may not, you may just get to sit down for a minute. But like when you get them laid down and they go to bed, you like they fall into sleep. You're watching them on the monitor and they really go out. Like they look tired. They look exhausted and they just pass out. That's a good beer time. That's a, that's a great beer. Greatly appreciated beer. Um, I recommend it to everyone. Um, I know my wife likes to enjoy a glass of wine at that time, which is, which is perfect. It's just like hard day's work, coming home, getting the baby ready, going to bed, doing all that, and then sitting down and, you know, good one. Just, there's just a lot of, I think that, I think more than anyone, dads can appreciate a good beer, a good time for a beer. 
I would say, uh, I don't know if I've seen it on the list, but you know, when you're getting those meats out on the grill or the griddle with the, the boys around, um, you know, with some, somebody's got to be there to appreciate what you're doing. You know, if they're just there and they're eating the food and they're having a good time, it's one thing. But you need at least one guy. You need a guy who's up there and he's just hanging out with you, asking you how you're doing it. He's trying to learn your ways. And he, he appreciates what you're doing. He sees you for the God that you are. You know, the, you're manning the grill. You're manning the griddle. You're doing something amazing. You need that appreciative person when you're doing that. And that that's just the best part about it. Yeah, so it's summertime. You know, summertime with parenting. There's a lot of awesome shit to do. I don't have that right now. My kid's seven months old. So, you know, basically... I got nothing, you know, I mean, I see all the parents out there, they're taking their kids to ball games, like their kids are playing ball or stuff like that, the kids out and about running around, the kids watching fireworks uh, for the fourth or, you know, doing this, that, and the other. We've had the kid at the pool, loves to swim, get out and about, so that's been fun, but like I'm saying, yeah, I'm still, you know, super young to the whole thing, you know, it'd be nice to have Nate on here, because his kids are doing stuff. So they're uh, they're interacting, and you know you can take them outside, and they can run around and throw a ball, and all that shit. Sorry, I had to finish my beer. Let me open another one. But um, yeah, man, summertime activities for kids. I guess I could see it being fun. I could see it being some work, man. I don't. I mean, whew. I work outside and it gets fucking hot. It gets hot. Like, I wonder as dads or parents, do you guys ever, um, your kid ever come up and you're like, hey, let's, let's go outside and do something. And you're just like, no, it's too fucking hot out. It's just, I mean, do kids even understand heat? I hope my daughter, my daughter will have to. She's, she's just going to be. I think of anything, I think she got my uh, my fragile skin jeans. My wife says that she tans. She says she swore by it. And then the first time we went out, we went on a pontoon with my family. All gingers. All very pale. We knew to lather up. And uh, she's like, nah, I tan. I'm Italian or whatever. Burnt to fucking crisp, man. She was so burnt. <laughs> So now I think that she has pale skin too. So I think uh, I think we're gonna have a uh, a very pale skin baby. You know, from a very early age, she's gonna have to learn to protect herself from the sun. It's, it's a demon out there. It's fucking it's hot. It's humid, and the sun just beats down on you. I just wonder, like, it, 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 like when you. I don't know. Do you always go outside when your kid says you want to go outside? Middle of August, September, 99 with 88% humidity. The sun's just bearing down on you. Like you sweat when you look outside. Do you just tell them no? Not today. Maybe, maybe we, maybe we take a TV day, you know, maybe we watch some TV today or I'll teach you euchre. You know, every kid's got to learn euchre. Something we need to teach our kids at a very young age living in the state of Indiana or wherever you may be. If you're in the Midwest, you're in the Midwest, yes. 
if you're everywhere, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever you are, um, definitely need to learn Euchre. Very strategic game, very, uh, very mathematical game. It's a, you know, some bit of luck, teamwork. All these great things come from Euchre, and you guys got to learn to do it. You know, there's too often where we have Euchre tournaments, and there's always that, you know, we have six guys. Turns out five of them play Euchre. That sixth guy, never even heard of it. I'm like, where are you? You're from the Midwest. Are you kidding me? Now, Euchre should be taught in schools. We actually had a Euchre club at my school, which is a surprise. It's not surprising, my bad. I went to school in, a, I would say, country town or whatever. What do you call it? Farm town. We're a farm town. But uh, high school has a turf field now, so we're moving up in the world. Big things coming. Big things coming. Uh, what are some things that annoy us as dads that maybe didn't annoy us as much before we became a dad? I remember I was talking to Nate, and I said, you know, you, you feel yourself fall into that dadhood. And I don't think that just has to do with parenting. I think it's a it's a whole whole personality trait. It just it it, it molds you characteristically like through your whole being. Not just with how you act towards your child, but like the whole being of you becomes a father, even when you're away from your kid. Uh, there's just certain things that annoy you. I think there was things that uh, like annoyed my dad. I was just like, what's the big deal? And now I'm like, okay, I get it. I get why it annoys me. I have road rage, okay? I have serious road rage. I've had road rage before my daughter. Now, now I'm just so calm. Like I used to scream and yell and just get so angry. And now, now I just quietly follow them home. Yep, just uh, just keeping track of where these assholes live. And then one day, their time will come. My gosh. And it seems like it's happening more to me. Like, uh, it used to be it wasn't as bad. It was more me offensively. Now it's it's super just other people. And I'm just like... And it's not even stupid things that just make you irk like turn signals or driving slow in the fast lane. It's a fucking straight up reckless, just about to get yourself killed driving. People cutting you off like... I saw a person just straight up came into my lane, like knew I was there, but acted as if I wasn't. Like it was my job to slow down. That's a big one for me, especially with my daughter in the car. Like now you're not only putting my life in danger, now you're putting the life of my daughter. Like, I, you know, I, I could die. You know, I've lived a good 32 years. I don't want to die. I want to live to be very old. I'm very excited about old age. I can't wait to retire. Uh, do old people shit. Go to bed at 5. Wake up at 5. Um, just cool. Eat dinner at like 3 o'clock. I've done that. We've done that many times. Gone out to dinner at like 3. Uh, just because. So we could get back. To our child for her bedtime at 7. Everybody freaks out that our kids' bedtime is at 7. So between 7 and 8, it just works for us. That's what we decided on, it works. 
She sleeps like seven or eight, and we go with it. She goes to bed earlier. We get more time alone. Not to just to lay around and watch TV and refuel. You know, it's wonderful. It's beautiful. I recommend it to everyone. Mm. It's a good beer. Anywho. Yeah, so I want to talk more about topics outside of parenting. I've really tried to... I think I was always afraid that I was going to get too far away from it. But I think that I can just talk about anything. Because since I'm a dad, anything I talk about is dad-related. Right? You know? I want to talk about fishing. It's dad-related. I want to talk about hunting. It's dad-related. I want to talk about fucking concrete. It's it's all dad-related. Everything I do now is as a dad. I'm a dad. Excuse me. I apologize. Do not. Um, Crops are coming in good. Sitting here in my garage looking out at the beans. It's going to be a good year, guys. For all you farmers out there. Go fuck yourselves. All you do is complain and you have nothing but great years. Just kidding. I love farmers. I wish I was a farmer. I always dreamed of being a farmer. I was like, man, dude, farming's cool. But, you know, whatever. Dad wasn't born with the land. Farming's an old-time thing. Like, you can't really buy your way into farming. I I mean, if you had enough money, I guess you could. But you'd have to have a lot of money to buy your way into that. That's a large startup investment. But, damn, would that be a good on return? If you could get that land, you'd be solid. Good to go. Good to go. Anywho, anywho, uh, baseball season's at the all-star break if you're an MLB fan. Uh, the NBA finals are going on if you're a weirdo. Don't really get into the NBA. I find no interest in it. I think it's useless. There's no competitiveness. I don't, I don't even get excited. I do get, I get excited about the NFL though, so like I shouldn't, I shouldn't judge NBA people. I guess they're just different. Because they're wrong doesn't make them bad, I guess. Football is coming soon. Um, Somebody said nine Sundays. That also annoys me. That's always annoyed me is when they count down Sundays to make it seem like it's closer. Like, motherfucker, that's still two, that's two and a half months. No, it's two months. Two months. If you're doing like four week months. Every time I think of a month, I I think of four weeks. 28 days, even though there's 31. But if I play it in a week, so I just go with four weeks per month. It works. Okay? Whatever. But, um, yeah. So, got that to look forward to. I just got Hulu Live back. Super, super excited about that. Wife took live TV away from me. She has brought it back at a perfect time. Uh, also want to let you guys know, if you're listening to this podcast early in the week, hopefully you already know because you've missed out on a lot. But it is Shark Week. Which is exciting. I'm not a big fan of Shark Week. Um, I don't know if you guys watch Shark Week. It just seems like it's nothing but anticipation and there's never answers. We know where they are. They're down in the fucking deep part of the ocean that we can't go to. So, instead of wasting all this fucking money looking at the sharks or trying to get them to come up and eat our cow or whatever the fuck they have laying in the water that's dead... Let's build a fucking contraption and go the fuck down there like they did in the movie The Meg. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right? Let's stop fucking around. 
Let's get down there. Let's see some fucking fish. Big ass sharks. I don't think is a shark a fish. I don't. That's probably a dumb question. I mean, a fucking a dolphin's a mammal, so I knew that. Um, yeah. Anywho, um, trying to talk my wife into our second child. Not right away, you know. I want to take some time. I think everything should be put in twos, though, as they were on Noah's Ark. Um, if you have two dogs, they can entertain each other. You have two of anything. They can entertain themselves. Two balls in your sack. Um, two tits. You know what I'm saying? Two eyeballs. Two ears. You know, well, there's two of almost everything. Two dicks would be weird. Two butt cheeks. All this shit. There's two of all the good stuff. But that's why you got to have two kids. I think the perfect number is two kids. If you have one kid... You, you you set that kid off for failure forever. Because any time they say something, are you an only child? Yeah. Well, it explains everything. Well, see, that, that just... Like, they don't even have a chance. They don't... Like, they could literally be raised in the best way. They could be the best kid. But as soon as it's like, I'm an only child, they're like, ah, oh, fuck, you're a spoiled rotten. You're a da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That's what I'm saying. Think about it that way. You're saving your first child by having the second child. Uh, another thing that uh, this came up in my mind is kind of different subject. Uh, I like to, um, side note, I'm pretty good at changing subjects or, uh, just quickly and not in a transparent way. I don't, I don't know if that's a word, not in a good transition. Uh, I get this from my father. I've come to realize that that man will talk about whatever he wants and he doesn't care how he gets there. You, you, like you could talk about something and he will not transition he will just say it you would you're gonna need at least three minutes to comprehend like you're thinking about the thing you were just talking about and he's just going on and you're like wait how does this how does this fucking go with what we're talking about and then you finally you say what the fuck and he's like oh and you're like oh okay so that's how I'm at. Okay. This is something I want to talk about, and I just need to ask a question. Okay. All you parents out there, first-time parents, first kid for everybody. I'm a first-time parent. A lot of first-time parents. Are there first-time parents out there? Are you are there, are, are there are you out there and um, like you're super chill? Like you don't have – you're not like super worried? <laughs> like I don't know. Like I've seen parents – they're just so laid back with their kid. And I mean, I'm laid back, but I mean, you can tell that I'm concerned. And I'm a little, you know, I'm a little jumpy. Like I've seen kid, I've seen parents the first time kids, and they're just so chill. Maybe too chill, maybe too chill. Um, not judging, but I am judging. I think that some of these two cool parents maybe just don't care that much. I don't know. I'm not saying you don't care. I'm just saying, okay. I think that you can be a chill parent and still care, but I'm saying, how do you do it? Like, I feel like you, like you were, like you're having your second kid, but with your first one, like you already knew everything to expect, but how the fuck do you do that? Like with my second kid, even with your second kid, you don't know what to expect. They may be completely different from the first kid, but you have it down. You have like the system down, what you're doing, this and that, how much it costs, this shit, that shit, feeding, pooping, shitting, sleeping, all the good stuff, no sex. You got it down, right? But I feel like I see some parents that can do that with the first kid. And I'm just like, how? Teach me your ways. Nah, I enjoy it. 
I enjoy parenting. I, I, I don't think that there's. I think I'm super chill, and I think I'm super like a helicoptery. Uh, I've, I've, I'm so in love with my fucking daughter. Like it doesn't even, it doesn't even register. Like, and everything I do isn't because I'm scared. It's just because I'm just, I'm just, I just love her so fucking much. I just. I fucking love her so much. That's why I do it. Like it, it, like it's like okay. I'm afraid she's gonna die. I get that. There's there's that part, but mainly like the way that I act is just because I just love her. I just love her so much. She's the coolest fucking little shit, and uh, she's probably one of my best friends. Uh, with my wife, my wife's my best friend too. But now there's three of us, you know, and we're the three best friends that anyone could have. I mean, the best three friends. You know what I'm saying? We're a little wolf pack. And, you know, my wife brought it up. She's like, can you imagine life before her? And it's like, no. This is this is where we're at. This is where we began. Our journey began December 15th, 2020, when beautiful little Ophelia came into the world. This is how it is. My life beforehand does not exist. But that's just me. I think all parents can be that way. Remember, dads. Hey, dads, I I need to apologize. I need to explain to myself, you know. I know I've been standing up for the women, the moms. They're going to be bad moms, okay? They're going to be bad women. You could be a good dad with a bad mom. I'm just saying, and I understand, we just, we, we got to raise the bar for ourselves, okay? I'm not saying it's the women's fault. Women can be crazy and overly emotional. I'm for the men. All the way for the men. But we've got to be good, you know? We just got to fucking kill it. We got to kill it as parents. We got to kill it as mom, dad. We got to kill it as dad, moms. We got to kill it as dad, dads. You know, I feel like mom's got to be dad and dad's got to be mom sometimes. You just got to be able to play both parents. Another thing that I really want to fucking talk about is being a single fucking parent. Okay, I... If you're fucking, if you're single parenting out there, my gosh, you are unbelievable. Single, single parenting dad, single parenting mom, I don't give a fuck what it is. You are amazing. Because I imagine raising Ophelia by, uh, by myself, I would enjoy it. I would love it. I love my daughter. But I mean, I feel like you just never, you don't ever get that handoff. And you know what I'm talking about. All you fucking parents out there with a partner, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's times where you just have to hand them off. You got to hand them off. Whether it's them, whether it's you, you guys just aren't clicking. Sometimes my daughter doesn't click with me. You know, sometimes it's like, as soon as I hand her to Rachel, boom, she's smiling. Or like sometimes Rachel needs to hand her off to me. You just, you got to, you got to get that hand off. I feel like maybe single parents don't get that. And that could be fucking rough. Remember how good you got it out there, you couples. Remember how good you got. Ah, I really want to talk about some other good stuff for dads. I hope, I hope people are out there listening. Uh, I remember I told you guys last week that uh, sometimes I don't get a lot of listeners on my podcast. It's good because I'm not doing it for money. Um, but uh, sometimes I'm like, you know, maybe I'll just give it up. Maybe people just aren't into it. Like I said, I run into people. I'll run into somebody as soon as that happens, and they'll say something. I'm like, fuck, I gotta keep doing it. Cause I mean, it's helping them. I want to help just one dad. I want, I want, I want these dads. I want, I want. 
Gosh, I wish you guys would interact more. You don't fucking do it. I told you to last week. You still didn't. But uh, I'm going to do a poll. Uh, I'm hoping... If you're listening to this, I've got you. Because I told you at the beginning of the episode, I'm going to put it in the... Uh, you'll see it. You've seen it. I'll say it. You have seen it in the um, the news feeds when I release this episode. Um, that there's a chance for you to win something if you make it to the end of the episode, if you listen to this joyous thing. And uh, what you're going to win is a chance at another episode. If you would do polls, if you guys would interact, I'm going to do polls more often. I think a good poll that I'm going to drop is, um, <laughs> you're probably going to hate me right now, which I'm a little hesitant. I'm not saying I do it all the time. I did do it once. Okay. Leaving your kid in the car to run into the gas station. Okay. I'm talking about you're parked in front of the gas station, 10 feet away, not at a gas pump. Okay. The car is running and locked. Okay. You checked on the kid before you left. They were in a good mood. You're running in to grab something. You're not going in there to conversate. You're not going in there for 20 to 30 minutes to wait on a pizza. Going in there, grabbing a beverage, hopping in, coming back out. What do you think? I'm putting in a poll. I hope you guys vote on it. Um, but I think I think that's I think it's allowed. The car's running. You're right there. The doors are locked. You have to lock the doors and you have to leave the car running. Okay. Both of those things are a, a must. They're in a car seat. There's nothing around them that can kill them, mostly. I don't know. People say it's frowned upon, which I get why it's frowned upon. But I'm trying to understand if maybe there's more people that are willing to say maybe it's not as frowned upon as we think. I know there's a lot of people out there that are afraid to be the first ones to to change, you know, to say something differently. But I'm here. I'm here. I'm going to stand up for us parents. I'll be the dumb one that says it. I think it's okay to run in the gas station with your kid in the car as long as you keep it running and the car's locked. That's all I said. I said my piece. I said my piece. I'm moving on. I said my piece. I'm moving on. Dad. If you are not a handyman don't try to become one okay i can't say this enough i think i get this a lot from a lot of there's a lot of a lot of wives out there you know i work in the construction industry i've been blessed with these skills taught to me by my father um didn't just come overnight it's been through you know years and i still have a lot to learn but i have the ability to know things okay and some people just aren't built they 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 have their skill set, it's just not being a handyman, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Okay? You have your assets, all right? Being a handyman may not be one of them. Being a mechanic, I am mechanically declined. I don't know, because you're supposed to say mechanically inclined. I'm mechanically handicapped, all right? I can change my oil. I can change the fuel filter. Other than that, I, have, I know nothing. You're not going to get me to get under a truck and be like, oh, need to fix this and uh, I need to put a new U joint, need to fucking da 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 da, ba 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 ba, whatever the fuck, okay? So that's why I go to people with mechanical skills, all right? It's like people that don't have handyman skills, they sometimes come to me. I can help you, okay? But if you're uh, not a handyman, don't try to be. Don't try to prove anything to your wife. She doesn't find it attractive when you fuck up a job, okay? They're just going to call us and we got to fix it and you got to pay more. 
Because instead of just paying for materials and labor, you paid for materials twice and labor once. And I'm just saying. Stick to what you know. Okay? And if you don't know construction, don't fucking YouTube it. Alright? Because you can't really YouTube construction. You can try as you might. But, um... You're just not... Sorry, I'm trying to... I flipped my crown. Letting the air out. You can try all you want to watch YouTube videos from construction. You're not going to figure it out. Don't be a handyman, Dad. Call the fucking construction worker. We're not as rich as you think. I know that that looks like a high fucking bill. Most of it's going to materials. At the end of the day, we're just as poor. You're richer than us. We're just slaves. Anywho, I said anywho quite a bit. Um, for all our listeners out there, I'm very glad for you. Uh, Brianna, I know Brianna listens. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Josh Shepard. Josh listens. Josh is a farmer. Good dude. Um, oh, I recently got back on the volunteer fire department. I uh, was on for a few years back in the day. I'm back on now trying to get all my certs and help me, uh, you know, maybe get me a little bit of help trying to get, because I'm trying to become a career fireman. I think that's the greatest career in all the world. Uh, one of my very first runs, I was actually up pretty late with the daughter. It was actually last Friday. No, no, it was the July, it was, it was Independence Day weekend, Rachel went to work. I was sitting there playing video games with the boys online, it was pretty late, I saw there was a run, it was like a fire, and I was like, oh man, I should go, but uh, kind of just chilling here, yeah, I think I'll just hold off, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll go, and then, uh, thank God, one of my buddies was like, yeah, what, what about your daughter, and I'm like, oh fuck, my wife's not here. Like, I would have got halfway down the road and realized, holy shit, nobody's at home. My daughter's fucking asleep there alone. I'm maybe not a great parent. I'm just kidding. I would never leave my child. I would have remembered it at the door. I would have remembered it because her monitor's always sitting right there. Sometimes you catch yourselves, okay? I feel like every first parent does it. You catch yourself in a situation where you forgot you had a child for a minute, all right? If it's not true, then you're a fucking liar because I know everybody's done it. It's the same thing with everything. It's like you forget. You forget sometimes. Like, oh shit, I forgot. I, well, forgot I had a kid. Yeah. My gosh. But anywho, I think we're going to cut this one a little bit short. I don't have a lot more to talk about. I did an hour last week. It's hard for me. I mean, I love to talk, but I usually like to talk to people. Um, so, but uh, if you made it this far, I don't have anything to give you. Maybe I'll come up with like some merchandise. We'll give away like shirts. I can make like five or ten shirts and do like a giveaway. But uh, definitely posting it on the, uh, well, you already know because it might be the reason you listen to the podcast. Gonna, like I said, I got you. You know, that uh, that news feed where it said you were going to have a chance to win something if you listen to the podcast. You just got a chance to listen to me. Well, guys, have a great day. Hopefully next week we'll get Nate back. Uh, so you don't have to just listen to me ramble on about stupid shit. Uh, also hope that we can bring up more topics other than just talking about our children. 
But I think we've been pretty good about, you know, passing around, doing different things with parenting. It's hard, you know, I'm seven months in and I think you guys know every aspect of my seventh month child's old life and our process of raising them. But that's kind of my goal, you know. Maybe one little thing could help somebody out that's about to have a baby. People are getting pregnant all the time. I love babies. I'm really into children now. I don't know. I wasn't not into them before. But I think now that I have a child, I'm into others' children. Because, like, I'm already held back. Your kid's not going to hold me back. You know what I'm saying? Like, the social life and going out and being... Woo! You know what I'm saying? Now that I have a kid and it's holding me back, I'm like, oh, cool. Kids are kids are cool. You know, hanging out with your kids, pretty cool. But anywho, have a great fucking week. Happy parenting. We love you all. Uh, heard some exciting news. Wink face. Can't tell you about it, but it's great. Um, I love you, world. And we'll see you next week. Later.